Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 12 of Bullshift. Thanks for joining me for today's episode called Sleeping My Way to Success, or what we can all learn about energy and life rhythms from that time I fell asleep on a first date. Here is a quick breakdown of this episode. First, I discuss the four types of naturally occurring biological rhythms we experience. Second, I explore the host of mental, emotional, and physical health problems we experience by not embracing our ultradian rhythms more effectively. Third, I share a personal story of what I learned about breaks from falling asleep on a first date in a bowling alley bar with a medical resident who referred me to a sleep expert. Yeah, I do the research so you don't have to. And fourth, I'll advise on how to properly take an ultradian rhythm break. Let's get to it. Welcome to Bullshift, the podcast for every person aged 35 to 55 who wonders, is this as good as life gets? Bullshift teaches you how to apply coaching psychology, early midlife insights, and the art and science of a meaningful life to transform this life phase into a period of creativity and growth. We spend nearly half our adult lives in some type of transition. This show is about making all that time more satisfying. My name is Megan Krause, and as a nationally board-certified well-being coach, a modern midlife maven, and the chief bullshifter, I'm delighted you're here. True confession time. I once fell asleep on a first date in a bowling alley with bowling pins cracking every minute while sitting at the bar on an upright bar stool that had no back with the medical resident who'd just done a rotation at a world-renowned sleep clinic. And then I paid $2,500 to find out I don't have a sleep disorder. Uh, derp. More on this story later in the episode, I promise. But I'm here today to help you better manage your energy so you can get more time back in your day and accomplish everything on your to-do list without feeling overwhelmed or burnt out. Yes, it's true. Quick clarification. I'm not going to talk about why sleep is so important, but pst, it is, and you know it. I do, however, want to talk with you about managing your energy, a key component to overcoming burnout, by focusing on your biological rhythms. Biological rhythms are the natural cycle of change in our body's chemicals or functions. It's like an internal master clock that coordinates the other clocks in your body. The clock is located in the brain right above the nerves where the eyes cross. And it's made up of thousands of nerve cells that help sync your body's functions and activities. There are four types of biological rhythms. The first are circadian rhythms, the 24-hour cycle that includes physiological and behavioral rhythms like sleeping. The second are diurnal rhythms, the circadian rhythms synced with day and night. The third are infradian rhythms, the biological rhythms that last more than 24 hours, 
such as a menstrual cycle. And the fourth are ultradian rhythms, which are the biological rhythms with a shorter period and higher frequency than circadian rhythms. While I love talking about all of these, today I am going to focus exclusively on ultradian rhythms. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to the MyFlow app that can help anyone with female physiology really tune into their infradian rhythm to better support their health and well-being. From what to eat and which type of workout to do to what to focus on in terms of productivity and how to best manage stress, this app will help you sync your life with your menstrual cycle in really meaningful ways that create better energy throughout the day. Now, I'm not getting paid to promote this app. I just love it so much and refer so many of my friends and clients to it. So look it up in the app store. It's called MyFlow Period Tracker. And it's maybe, I think, two bucks. And it's really priceless in terms of the benefits it provides. Okay, so let's dive into ultradian rhythms, which are the 90 to 120 minute rhythms that occur when we're both awake and asleep. Ultradian means many times a day, and rhythms refer to the up-down wave patterns that these cycles follow. So picture this. You start your day and feel focused and energized. Within roughly 90 minutes, you reach the peak of your productivity and performance. Meanwhile, the byproducts of your activity, metabolic waste, nippets of data, cellular debris, are all building up in your system. After 90 minutes to two hours, you begin experiencing stress. Your productivity and performance begin to decline as you reach an energetic trough. You start feeling fatigued, maybe spacey or groggy. You're irritable, distracted, feeling hungry, perhaps fidgety. Your tension wanders, your body feels heavy, and maybe your eyes even glaze over. So you hit the restroom, or you suddenly crave that dose of chocolate or some coffee. And then there's that little voice that says, really, already? It's only mid-morning and I'm already losing it. What am I gonna do for the rest of the day? These days, your body-mind needs to protect and rebuild itself in the face of all sorts of daily assaults and stressors. The solution? Ultradian rhythm breaks. Now, you might be thinking ultradian rhythms are some sort of esoteric concept like chakras, though I absolutely respect chakras on their own merits. But like I said earlier, ultradian rhythms are biological patterns hardwired into your DNA that dictate how your body functions in time. Similar to cardiac rhythms and brain waves, ultradian rhythms are measurable, observable, quantifiable physiological patterns that your body must maintain to operate properly. This is full-on science, folks. The primary purpose of ultradian rhythms is to manage the cycles of energy production, output, and recovery that occur in all humans, as well as animals and plants. Think of ultradian rhythms as many versions of circadian rhythms, except they're much shorter and occur many times in a single day. They have a powerful effect on your body, and when disrupted or ignored, they can really mess with your health, your happiness, and your overall well-being. 
They're also what affect your sleeping patterns, such as when you go into REM state. During the day, though, they have a tremendous tangible effect on how you feel. Now, even if you don't care that much about your health and happiness, if you care at all about your career, your brain, these are signals to pay attention to, my friends. The short answer as to why is that your body wants to produce a healing response. And there's just a series of biochemical responses that need to support you. But if you ignore these moments, which so many of us do, then your body will slog along at reduced capacity and your functioning will decrease in subsequent 90-minute cycles such that you'll feel especially blah and no amount of caffeine or sugar can help, which means you can expect to see a host of consequences. Things like increased blood pressure, or higher cholesterol, or rising markers of inflammation, maybe lowered immunity, gaps in memory, disrupted digestion, slowed metabolism, increased moodiness and emotional reactivity, increased sugar and carb cravings, declining motor skills, diminished communication and relationship skills, feeling like you can't think straight, and reduced reading comprehension. Your creativity declines, and then, of course, disrupted sleep patterns and quality. So how did we get here? Well, we live in an always-on society, and this is even more exposed during a pandemic when our work and home lives have blended together. We chronically reward 24-7 availability and disregard rest. But rest and its big sister, sleep, are essential times of rebuilding and strengthening. Just as it's impossible to imagine hall without oats, on is impossible without off. We need to integrate off time into our lives to make on time more impactful. The body-mind is a very busy place, even during sleep, but it also places high value on rest. So much so that it sets us up to need rest off and on all day, every day as an integrated part of each day. You'll flourish if you embrace this fact and make room for it in your daily life. Since we're getting cozy, cue hollow notes as you make my dreams come true, let's now move into the special portion of the show called What I Learned About, where I share a personal story to eliminate insights that can apply to us all. Today's focus is what I learned about life rhythms from that time I fell asleep on a first date. You'll recall the scene of the crime, you know, bowling alley, bar stools, first date, medical resident, me falling asleep. <sighs> yep. As we hugged it out with post-date niceties, he encouraged me to make a visit to the sleep clinic. <laughs> I mean, who says romance is dead? I emailed him to express you know, we weren't a match after all, duh. And thank him for not simply leaving me to fend for my sleepy self in the bar, and also to remind me of the name of the doctor I should ask to see. He kindly responded and also asked if I'd be willing to share my test results. Yes, of course. I mean, I figured we're all into this together, right? So a couple weeks later, 
I went to an afternoon screening appointment at the sleep clinic. Side note, 2 p.m. can be a difficult time of day for me with low energy and an unfavorable mood state depending on my lunch selection and, of course, if I'm not honoring my ultradian rhythms. And the doctor asked me what brought me to the clinic and how I'd heard about their services. I referenced my fortuitousmatch.com date and she said, interesting, with the most Minnesotan of interpretations. She then left to get the world-renowned sleep expert. While gone, I fell asleep in my chair. When the two doctors opened the door to my exam room, I was startled awake and promptly peeled off the magazine that had been stuck to my arm. And the sleep expert asked me what brought me into the clinic. I quipped, you didn't hear? (laughs) He said, nah, I did. That's a good one. And then he ran some tests to determine that I needed to do an overnight visit. Two weeks later, I entered the overnight sleep facility where the woman admitting me asked me some innocent question about my reasons for being there. And I don't know what I said, but her response was, you're the Match.com girl. Yeah, that's me, I bemoaned. (laughs) My insurance and I ended up paying a couple or a few thousand dollars to have diodes stuck to my head and take scheduled naps, all to reveal that I don't, in fact, have a sleeping disorder. I simply have a, in the words of the doctor, robust internal clock. Now, on the one hand, this wouldn't be the first time I'm known for robust something or others. I mean, have you seen my thighs? But on the other hand, I want to save you the time and money and online dating infamy of a sleep study. So that's why I'm delving more deeply into ultradian rhythms. We hear a lot about circadian rhythms and Ariana Huffington has made sleep her life mission. But ultradian rhythms of the human body get scant attention despite being the pillars that support our well-being. Our ultradian rhythms hum regardless of whether we acknowledge them. When we attempt to defy life's natural orders, we deplete ourselves. It's futile and draining. But when we work in harmony with them, we can kick ass at life. So here's the simple truth. Our bodies like to take a rest from activity every hour and a half or two hours. And this is a time-honored truth. So much that many bodily functions are built around our alternating rhythms. What this means in real life is after 90 minutes of busyness, take a 20-minute break or a 10-minute break or even a three-minute break. Simply breathing deeply, letting your body-mind relax and rest will do wonders. Try it and see what happens. You may want to start singing along with some hollow notes while you're at it. Now, during this break, our bodies experience a regenerative burst creating energy for the next 90-minute session. Yeah, you can say goodbye to the drain and the distress, but when we disrupt these rhythms too frequently, our bodies and our brains suffer in the form of illness, cognitive problems, and mood disorders. And in this way, unplugging is part of, not in opposition to, our days. This pattern of 90-minute activity and 20-minute break, or 10, or 3-minute, is a 24 hours a day affair happening not just while we're awake, but also through our supposedly uneventful sleep as well. Many sleep disorders 
may be due to malfunctions of the ultradian rhythm. REM, which stands for rapid eye movement, is a type of sleep that appears every 90 minutes or so through the night. And each of these cycles involves deep sleep and then REM sleep. At the end of these 90-minute ultradian rhythms, we tend to resurface toward wakefulness. We turn over, rearrange the covers, maybe nuzzle deeper into the pillow, and then we sink back into sleep again. With each round of ultradian rhythm, the length of time spent in deep sleep becomes shorter and the REM sleep time lengthens. Since sprints get us to focus in and finish our tasks with a crisp consciousness, we know they're the most effective way of working. But what's fascinating is why they make us work so well. We like to think of ourselves as machines that move linearly, but we're actually organisms that move cyclically. And to do our most creative, productive work, we need to step to that rhythm, that ultradian rhythm. It's the basic rest activity cycle where we move from higher to lower alertness. This 90-minute rhythm abounds across fields of study, by the way. For example, in a widely cited study of prodigious violinists, researchers found that the top performers all had the same practice characteristics. They practiced in the morning. They practiced for three sessions. Each session was 90 minutes or less. There was a break between each session. And that same pattern can be found in other top performers. Focus, then rest. Focus, then rest. Life naturally ebbs and flows. Challenges are worked through, not gotten over. When we work with life's ultradian rhythms, we can say goodbye to that drain and distress. Okay, so now that you know more about ultradian rhythms, here's how you can implement them in your life. Start noticing throughout the day how your body-mind moves through a repeating, oscillating energy cycle, rising to an energy peak during the span of 90 to 120 minutes, then dropping into that energy trough that lasts roughly 20 minutes or so. And then know that these low energy troughs are actually your friend and that they have a purpose. Getting you to take a physical and mental break so your body-mind can repair, rebalance, replenish, and reorganize its core systems. Be on the lookout for signals that you need ultradian rhythm breaks. Might look like fatigue or brain fog, or loss of focus and productivity, yawning, fidgeting, difficulty keeping your eyes open, maybe irritation, hunger or thirst, increased errors or clumsiness, and then of course any kind of bathroom urge. Watch for ultradian troughs to strike mid-morning and mid-afternoon, typically within two hours of starting work and again after lunch. At or before the first sign of depletion, stop what you're doing to take a break. As I mentioned before, 20 minutes is ideal, but even three to 10 minutes is better than nothing. The longer and more chill your break is up to that 20 minute point, the more repair and replenishing work your body-mind will do. Also, give your body-mind a chance to shift gears. If you've been sitting still, then move. If you've been moving, then sit still. If you've been 
focusing intensely, let your brain shut down. Doing puttering, manual tasks can be okay, but you really want to avoid intensive demands or distractions, such as scrolling Instagram. Finally, consider setting a timed alert that prompts you to assess your energy state and focus every 90 minutes. Once you become adept at noticing your own energetic rhythms, then you'll no longer need an extra alert. Now, if you want to upgrade your energy, focus, capacity, immunity, resilience, creativity, and relationships, and who doesn't, by the way, then start building ultradian rhythm breaks into your day. There are so many different ways you can do this. If you'd like support, let's schedule a session to create your plan. You can head to megankrause.com to get started. Okay, so to quickly recap, ultradian rhythms are one of four types of naturally occurring biological rhythms we experience. Because we promote always-on living, it's difficult to tune into the power and promise of ultradian rhythm breaks. And this leads to a host of mental, emotional, and physical health problems. It also leads to falling asleep on a first date in a bowling alley bar with a medical resident who referred me to a sleep expert. Again, I like to do the research so you don't have to. When we embrace these 90 to 120 minute cycles and incorporate brief periods of rest throughout our day, we'll actually be more energized and healthier and happier and overall well. So normalize ultradian rhythm breaks. Picture me saying this as though I'm Sally Fields, Norma Ray character holding up a sign. Yeah, we need to normalize ultradian rhythm breaks and integrate them into our lives. Thank you for listening. Let's plan to connect next week when we dive into sleep, another way to manage your energy. We'll cover insomnia-related insights from a nationally recognized sleep expert who is so great. I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you for tuning into Bullshift. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to create your own Bullshift, then you need to check out megancrowsey.com forward slash Bullshift. If you haven't already, subscribe to Bullshift on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to connect with me on Instagram at Megan underscore Krause. Let's connect next week.